Good afternoon, everybody. I am Joshua. And I'm Jamie. And we're, we're going to do, do some da- Daredevil. Devil in everybody uh welcome to episode 34 34 34 of uh, our podcast Josh and jamie do daredevil you do realize pretty soon we will be coming up on one year of podcasting mm. yeah we will yeah yeah we do you skip- remember when we started because we were doing it every every other week, two weeks, and yeah. then we went to every week, and then we missed a couple because we of our work schedules and stuff. Yeah, but the fact that we've released thirty four episodes now in less than a year, that's pretty good. That's pretty great. I'm gonna you you cover me. I'm okay, gonna find he's out. gonna find out when our first episode was. Yeah, and while he does that, I'm gonna let you guys know what we're gonna talk about today. Today we're gonna talk about four issues, and these are great, great, great issues. We are still in the Frank Miller era of Daredevil, mm-hmm. and we are finally meeting Daredevil's arch nemesis. And this is all the way in issue 170, which is crazy to think about it because most superheroes get their arch nemesis way earlier in their comic run, mm-hmm. but this is issue 170, 171, 172, and 173, and it starts with a three-parter, mm-hmm. and it's where we finally put Daredevil up against the Kingpin, and man, does he make such an amazing splash yeah. into the Daredevil universe. We also learn the Kingpin's name. This we is do. the first time it's been used. Thank you, Frank Miller, for that. Yeah. June 13th was our first. June so, 13th. June 13th of 2018. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we still, you know, we're going to, we might get up to 40 episodes in one year. Yeah. That'd be exciting. Yeah. We'll see. Who Maybe knows? Maybe even more. We might, Maybe. we might make 50. Uh, I doubt it. No, because, because we did the two yeah, week thing. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, um, and our, we don't have, I mean, we're, I guess we'll be jumping straight into the issues because we don't uh, have any bracket to go over this week because no bracket. we, uh, we, we finished that won. last week. We who bo- are your runner up, runner ups? Who are your uh, third, fourth playoffs? Um, my third, fourth playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously we both had Death Stalker as the winner. Yeah. And then uh, you had him go against a Jester. I, I had Jester I had him go against place. Hyde. Mm-hmm. But the here's you the thing. You had Stiltman and yeah, yeah, Stiltman and um, Jester and Jester. I did. And mine was Cobra and Hyde. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So it was it was pretty similar. But the thing is, is you know, if if the first bouts would have been different. Mm-hmm. Other uh, characters could have gone a lot further along in the bracket. Yeah. It's all about where we matched up. When we built it, we really tried to make it so the first fight was with the character that was very kind of close. Yeah. So that way, you know, it, it made it more difficult. Like we didn't put, you know, Bullseye against Cobra. No. Because, oh no, excuse me. No, Bullseye against the Matador because yeah. that would just be too easy. You know? Yeah. How quickly <laughs> is could the Matador be in anybody? <laughs> um yes but no villains no. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh foggy uh, foggy no even no, no, foggy no, no, could no. get F- a few foggy hits would have got some hits yeah. got some hits in for sure mm-hmm. uh oh we should write a a, a, a one shot of the matador versus turk yeah that would be a great one that'd be a, yeah and then daredevil could just be eating an apple like leaning up against a pillar somewhere mm-hmm. watching the fight and then whoever wins, he just takes them out. With his, the bitty club comes in and knocks yeah. them out instantly. Yeah. And he just 
carries them away. He's like, well, that was a waste of 27 seconds. Okay, yeah. well, anyways, here we go, everyone. So uh, we're going to jump straight into it. Issue yeah. 170. 170, the, which is May um, May, two, uh, two, uh, ni- May 1981. 1981. Yeah, we're still bi-monthly, but yeah. it's, it's coming. The monthly is coming. And it's called The Kingpin Must Die. And this yeah. issue starts out with such a cool little moment. I love it when uh, the, the, the writing and artist team take a moment to breathe. Yeah. You know, instead of jumping straight into the seriousness of what's going to happen in mm-hmm. this issue... Like, it's a great couple of pages of Daredevil just going out for a run. Yeah, he's jogging he's alongside jogging. a bunch of joggers. Yeah, and I guess it's a, an abandoned um, stretch of highway. Yeah. Something like five miles or it's, so. It's, it's the West Side Elevated Highway. Uh, it's a ba- it's an abandoned stretch of the Elevated Highway on the yeah, West Side. Yeah, and, he, and he's, he's it running. It goes for 40-something blocks, I think yeah. it says. It goes down to the World Trade uh, Center. So Daredevil, he's just out jogging, and he's he, jogging. See, he sees a couple of joggers, and, and they start to talk to him yeah. like, you know, you can't beat me. I'm in good shape. And then Daredevil's like, oh, yeah, watch this. He runs up the side of the of a bridge. bridge, yeah, does a, 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 a leap off of the top, mm-hmm. uh, manages to fire off the, uh, the tensile yeah. cable. And we, cable. and we mentioned this last um, podcast as well, that um, th- these – there's hardly anything wrong with any of these Frank Miller uh, Daredevil comics. I mean, they're they're so great, and they introduce mm. so many cool moments in Daredevil's um, history. But they do like to, at the start, sometimes continuously tell you they want to remind you who he is, uh, just in who, case. who and, Daredevil is, yeah. and what his weapons are. Just and it's to, been two months since you last knew yeah. who he was, and you probably read twenty other comics in that time. So you probably did. It so sense. it does. It does make sense. But for us, how we're reading these, like back to back to back, yeah. it, it does get a little bit. You know, yeah, we know. Uh, yeah, a little too much. <laughs> um, um, from from <clears> that <throat> moment of him, the the old geezer that was running alongside him, is saying, "Yeah, he can't match you. You're you're a you're a tough act, uh, hornhead." Good work. And he says, you're doing fine, Pops, and swings away. And then he goes, there's a show you won, that boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he makes the city safer. We cut to, to Josie's. Josie's. And I love this, Jamie, because um, once again, there doesn't seem like there's too much going on because Daredevil's kind of taking his sweet time. He's like, you mm-hmm. know what? I just went for a jog. Now I'm going to go over to Josie's and see if I can find out if there's anything crazy going on yeah. right now. Because it seems like there's some stirring that's going on among the, the yeah. crime bosses of New York. Things are happening. And yeah, I don't quite I, know I, I what's going know. on. I got to figure this out. So he goes to Josie's and he's just kind of hanging out yeah. listening to Turk talk. Turk is talking about how uh, Daredevil ain't so tough. And right. he's always, you know, he's been lucky so far. If he could just get, if, if they actually go head to head. It, Turk will win. It, yeah, it, it, this is such a great moment. So the people that Turk's talking to, they, they, they let him know um, uh, that, hey, you know, uh, Hornhead's behind you listening yeah. to you. Turk turns around, and this is so funny. Automatically, he's like, I got a bill. Like, I, I can't even stay here. I don't know what he wants. So he goes and throws himself out a window. He and jumps a, through the window. He smashes Josie's bar window, and which is a, like the there, regular yeah, occurrence at Josie's bar. There's a great part. While he's doing this, we have a shot of Daredevil drinking what we assume is water, mm-hmm. and he's got his pinky finger up in the air. Because he's so, cause, <laughs> he does. Cause he's, cause he's so Cause he's classy. he's a classy guy. And, and he, doesn't, he doesn't even... What Turk's doing doesn't even yeah. phase him. It doesn't concern him. Nope. He lets uh, he lets <coughs> Turk smash through the window. Uh, Turk stops a cab and grabs it, steals the cab, and uh, Daredevil comes out and the, the cab cab driver the cab driver who's a little bit of a jerk. He even mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, he says, oh, that guy is a jerk. Hey, jerky Daredevil, are you going to do anything about it? What are you waiting for, you superhero idiot? Go and get him. 
And Daredevil says, you need to fix your muffler. It's funny. I almost feel like Daredevil wanted this to happen because he needed the exercise. Yeah. I want Turk to cause some some mayhem. Yeah. And he's my favorite punching bag. So I just, I want him to do that. And then I'm going to go capture him. So So he's he's able to follow the cab and he just swings up high. But isn't this great on how he stops the cab? He literally bounces off the hood of the car and jump kicks Turk in the face by crashing his foot through the windshield. Yeah. Do you remember the, well, I can't remember which issue it was. It was like one thirty or something where he kicked through a cab door and out the other side. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we know that he can kick pretty hard. If you are in New York and it's the 1980s, maybe don't become a cab driver. Yeah. It seems like it's a pretty brutal time. If you do make sure you have really good insurance. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or a, a tempered glass in your, uh, windscreen right um so he uh he, the, the, the cab crashes uh he drags turk out and says okay tell me what's going on and he says uh, i'll this, tell he says yeah. i'll tell you i'll tell everything. you everything this yeah, is, sure i'll yeah. tell you everything and this is where we find out that all the crime lords of new york have mm-hmm. gotten together and they put a hit out on the kingpin and and because we five find, million dollar yeah hit. five million dollar hit because we find out that the kingpin has this information that uh, is going to potentially be sold mm-hmm. to, not sold, um, He's given to the authorities yeah. in, in exchange for money. So I guess being sold, $7 million, I think yeah. it was, um, that has stuff that could make all these other guys... It's to take all the lieutenants. Yeah, down. take Because them. he's retired. Yeah. He, he um, He's retired. He's in Japan now, and him and Vanessa have retired, and yeah. he's given up crime for um, Vanessa. I do want to say that... Um, at this, Daredevil doesn't believe it at first after Turk tells him because he goes, well, the Kingpin, you know, he's gone. He retired. Why would these guys yeah. want to kill him? He's the, not even in the sea. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. And then this is when we cut to Japan and we find out all the backstory on why Kingpin retired, mm-hmm. why he's in Japan with Vanessa and how he's willing to work with authorities to turn in this information, mm-hmm. which this moment, not only does it give him cash to secure him, it also makes it so he's completely saying goodbye to his previous life of yeah. violence. He can be legit. He can be legit with Vanessa, and this is what Vanessa wants. So, Jamie, let me ask you this. You, you may not know this, but I'm not too familiar with Kingpin pre-this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never read any of the Sp- Spider-Man mm-hmm. issues that Kingpin appeared in. Did Was Vanessa around in that, or did Frank Miller create the, the Vanessa That's character? That's a good question. Um, I, I think she was around. Okay. Um, he was... Involved with, he started out as like a just a, a general mm-hmm. uh, crime character, and then he got involved in Hydra with Hydra mm-hmm. and the Magia and stuff like that. I was just curious because he never had a name. We know that mm. he was given the Wilson Fisk name in this issue. Yeah, the so, first time he comes up, I can tell you Vanessa's first appearance was in Amazing Spider-Man seventy. Okay, so she was around. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in we're in Japan, and what's I love this moment, and this is what I really think. And I mean, maybe he was like this in Spider Man too, but I really like he really I, wasn't. Okay, <laughs> I really like how Frank Miller made Kingpin as strong and powerful of a fighter as he yeah. is, because um, like I mentioned earlier, um, my favorite thing about I actually I may have done this off air before we we hit record, but. Um, my favorite thing about Kingpin, mm-hmm. especially Frank Miller's Kingpin, is the fact that he does most of his damage with his words, mm-hmm. and he makes you terrified, and you can tell how powerful he is based off what he says. Yeah. It's it's not his fists or how strong he is that mm-hmm. make him such a powerful nemesis for Daredevil. Yeah. It's just his words. But 
even though it's just his words, he is super strong and super powerful. So whenever Daredevil fights him, then he's fighting he's somebody. Out, he's who, outclassed completely. He, completely. Yeah. Um, and I love that about that. And so this first time that we see Kingpin in a Daredevil issue, he's wearing underwear. He's and in. He's, he's a. He, it's like he's a sold sumo, as like a sumo. It's like a sumo, uh, but it's not really. The, no. It's it's more like underwear. It's like short. It's like really yeah, short jockeys. shorts. But his muscle is pure fatty muscle. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not fatty, but it just looks like that from the outside. Yeah. He's just, he's huge. He's yeah. drawn like he's uh, like a giant. I think statistically he's down as being 450 pounds. Yeah. And I think he's six foot, uh, six foot seven. But isn't it, some, it's like no fat. It's all, no, it's all pure muscle. muscle. It's he, he, when he was younger, he basically obsessed over weightlifting mm-hmm. and uh, built himself up and learned a series of fighting uh, a lot of judo and, and sumo. I think he actually did. But isn't sumo. it great that they drew his stomach as big as they did? Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, they didn't draw him like like a bodybuilder. No, they didn't muscle him. They just yeah. have him as a large, imposing figure. And he's standing there and he's always at least at least a foot above everyone. Else. Right. At least one head height higher than everyone. And he's surrounded by I can't even remember how many people they say, like 20 people or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they say, okay, this is my workout, go. And he he has 20 people attacking. And, and those people have weapons. They all have weapons. And he's able to take them down in 17 seconds. And he says, that you've got to make these workouts harder to his assistant, um, Lynch, I think. Lynch, yes. Mm-hmm. Lynch is his assistant. Yeah. And uh, one of them says... Uh, one, one of, of them, oh, it's eight. It says here eight, eight. eight of them, eight, eight of the finest martial artists. Right, schools. and one of those guys, while while they're on the ground dealing with their injuries, lets the word kingpin slip yeah. from his mouth, and the kingpin hears this, and it makes him mad because they have one job: it's to be fighting. They're not supposed to speak, and mm-hmm. no one is allowed to call him kingpin. So kingpin, go after beating him up, he goes over to this guy and starts to grab him. He smashes yeah, him yeah, down on the ground. He smashes him on the ground. He has his arm, and at that moment, his beloved Vanessa steps in. Mm-hmm. And this is I love this because this shows how much power his the love for her had, or the, sorry, how much power his love for her yeah. has over himself. Yeah, like literally, it's all about Vanessa, and mm-hmm. this is a perfect moment. How just seeing her there and not wanting her to see that the violence is still inside of him. Mm-hmm. He, he go, um, immediately covers it up. It's like, yeah. Oh no, he just, I'm, he has dislocated his shoulder. I'm, I'm just helping, helping him, him out. Yeah. yeah. It's dishonest, but it just shows like, because no one else, the Kingpin would not care about it. Yeah. It, like, Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll kill this guy in front of you, Joe, or you, Tom. Yeah, he'll just snap the neck. Yeah. Say, but, but this is Vanessa and, and he's doing yeah. it out of his love for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynch thinks, you know, this guy's gone soft. This yeah. is bad. He was he was much better back when we were back when we were in um, uh, New York, and he was the kingpin of crime. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to the storefront. It looks a little different. <laughs> <laughs> and Every time, Foggy's asleep at his desk. Um, I love that he's using a, a. Matt starts to make some coffee. I think it's a Chemex. It looks like a, a like a classic Chemex coffee filter pour over. So they're classy guys. Oh yeah. Um, and he's making some coffee, and then suddenly someone kicks the door in. And a bunch of armed guys come in, and there's this great there's this great panel where uh, Matt's standing there, and he thinks that distinctive smell of cordite and balloon. We're being held at gunpoint, and the next caption, the next uh, uh, speech balloon is foggy. He says, "We're being, being held, held at gunpoint." Gun- I know. I, I, I giggled <laughs> a little when I read that. Um, I do want to point out that Matt 
thought it was strange that Foggy was there. Uh, yeah, that we don't know why. Yeah, yeah. He he. And, and Matt even says that's weird. Foggy never stays late. Yeah, Foggy <laughs> never works late, and he's never early. <laughs> yeah. So why did he sleep here last night? Mm-hmm. So there's a little seed. Yeah, just a little seed that is getting planted. Yeah, and then Vanessa comes in and she says, "Please, guys, this is this isn't some." battlefield this is a legal office put the guns away i'm vanessa and i've come to request your aid um they're talking and vanessa wants to hire them to facilitate the handover of the 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 docket that contains all of the information about the lieutenants um matt's thinking and he's like this is finally a case i can really sink my teeth into this is i think this is going to be really interesting um and while um while they're talking, he hears the sound of a uh, a gun magazine being slotted into place and a hammer being cocked and a bullet sliding into a chamber. He, he drops Vanessa to the ground. He jumps up and pulls her down to the ground and gunfire smashes through the storefront window. Everyone's confused. He runs off, changes into his Daredevil costume. We're introduced to this character. Uh, what's his name? Is it Bruno or something? Yes, it is uh, It is Bruno. Yeah, and Bruno is, uh, it's his only appearance. It's his first and only appearance ever in uh, in a comic, but he acts like he's he's an old favorite. It's cool because, yeah, they even give him an awesome weapon. He, he's he's yeah. one of those, he's a sharpshooter. Yeah. And in addition to having his gun for uh, for sharpshooting, he's got a flamethrower. Yeah, he has a, like a, a suitcase full of different yeah. weapons, but there he's hand. He can change his hand over mm-hmm. to uh, be a weapon, and he puts on this flamethrower, and he thinks, you know, I'll go down and finish the job off. I've got this flamethrower. And while he's doing that, the um, the billy club cable wraps around the flamethrower and Daredevil's able to pull it back and kicks him. And he says, okay, Bruno, you're getting old, but what's going on here? You shouldn't be doing this. I know. Kind of I-, I thought that was so strange because I don't remember anything about Bruno no. being mentioned. And then, uh, as Jamie said, this is his one and only appearance yeah. because as uh, he's trying to get information and he finds out that... Um, Actually, he doesn't really get any information from No, Bruno. he just sort of says, he, he thinks, I've got to get some information. He wraps the cable. Uh, Bruno stumbles back off of the rooftop, and Daredevil wraps the cable around his foot and holds him, but the flamethrower is still going off, and it burns through the cable, and Bruno, of course, accidentally... Accidentally turns and burns the... Falls to his... But see, this is the thing. He burns the cable mm-hmm. with his flamethrower. Yeah. I didn't like that. You didn't like that? No, because I, it's it's tensile. Yeah, strength. yeah, Matt. I don't think flame would be able to burn it that fast. No, I don't it, think so. It's n- it's not cord. It's yeah. It's we know it's uh, <laughs> it's got some strength to it. Um, but anyway, he burns through and he falls to his death. Yeah, um, it's a great panel of him dying and actually showing him hit the ground yeah. neck first. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty of, crazy. It's, yeah, um, and Daredevil thinks, oh well, someone else yeah. fell off of a roof. Yeah, doesn't bother me. <laughs> happens all the time. Happens all the time. Just, just last so, issue, I killed someone. Right. So, so Matt shows up. He goes. He he changes back. Sorry, uh, Daredevil changes back into his Matt clothes. Yeah. Uh, and then we learn a little bit about his uh, cane once again. For those yeah. of you who are just reading, this they is will. your first Daredevil issue. Yeah. He goes back to the storefront. The cops are there. And who is it? It's Manolis. Of Manolis, course. of course. Manolis. And Manolis is uh, interviewing Foggy, and uh, we find out. That the people ended up kidnapping yeah, Vanessa. Kidnapped Vanessa, yeah. What do you, he says, what, what are you doing here, Manolis? He says, what but do you who, think I'm doing here? I'm a cop. But who kidnapped Vanessa? Uh, I guess the, because Bruno it, was the distraction. He was the distraction, that's yeah. right. And then some people came in and yeah. kidnapped Vanessa. And then while this is happening, we have a little cut to a courtroom 
uh, and it's outside of a courtroom and a killer being released and it is bullseye. Bullseye, yeah. Bullseye Be- is- and, and it's funny because previously he, he's talking to the lieutenant. He's a lieutenant, right? Lieutenant, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's talking lieutenant to... Manolis. Yeah, he's talking to uh, Manolis. Uh-huh. Uh, and remember, it was Manolis um, last issue who said, bullseye's just going to go free. They're going to yeah. say it was a tumor. And mm-hmm. sure enough, the very next panel after we see uh, M- uh, Manolis is... is Bullseye being Bullseye. set free because of the tumor. Yeah, and he yeah. says he get he gets freed because of the tumor. He comes out and he's he says he's cleared now. He's free. He has no friends. This bullseye, no relatives, no loved ones. But he has a reputation. He is the world's deadliest assassin. And as long as he has a reputation, he will always have clients. Um, I do like that. There's a panel that says his trial was a joke. He had the best lawyers money could buy, who brought forth the most reputable medical experts to testify on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, it does mention, I thought it was in this one that they mentioned his name's Lester, but I think that's that must be later. Um, so Daredevil wanted to go and see him being released, mm-hmm. uh, wanted to keep tabs on him. And what happens is a Rolls Royce pulls up and he gets in and he thinks that's interesting. And I, and I do want to say the reason why he wants to watch and be released is because he's remembering, he's saying, okay, I made my decision. So now any kill from this point on, it's going to it's on me mm-hmm. so i need to keep an eye on him to make yeah. sure it truly is you know yeah now that the tumor's fixed yeah and this is kind of amazing what happens here is we cut to we have the, the great um frank miller always draws uh crime dens as being incredibly uh, Venetian blinds, blinds. I know. Shadow Venetian <laughs> blinds everywhere. I know. I know. <laughs> Very little lighting, and he, he's up in this uh, this skyscraper, um, and he's up on the top floor, probably. It's an office, and there's a couple of crime guys in there who say, "We want to hire you, Bullseye. We've got a job for you. Um, mm-hmm. We want you to kill Kingpin. Right. We've kidnapped Vanessa. We're going to lure him back to New York, and we want you to hit him uh, five million as the bounty." And Bullseye says, "That sounds great." It's actually ten million. I You're going to pay me ten million, and, um, and they're like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> yeah, one of them is like ten million. He's like, "Is a great price. It's a great, great price. price. We're going to It's all yours." And sure enough, Daredevil shows up at that moment, and he, and he's like, "Bullseye!" It's like, "Come on, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're getting into this right away." Um, and it's it's cool because uh, Bullseye doesn't even wait. This tumor is now gone. Yeah. So I I believe at this point. Um, the craziness of seeing everybody uh, Daredevil—that's yeah. done. No, that was a one-issue thing. Yeah. He still hates him. He still he still hates him. Yeah, he but, hates him for a whole other reason now, which yeah. is you saved me. You saved me you. exactly. Yeah, and and I love that Bullseye doesn't even wait. Is like as soon as as soon as Daredevil shows up, mm-hmm. he automatically goes into attack mode and starts yeah. throwing a whole bunch of ninja stars. Yeah. And then, and Which they get into Frank Miller being like, I'm, I, I like Japanese stuff. <laughs> right. I like ninjas. Watch this. Right, right, right. And, and, and I like how, um, uh, right away, and I mentioned this last podcast, Jamie, that, um, Bullseye or, or Daredevil goes, I'm not even going to waste any time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to automatically go straight into close combat because I know that's how I can beat you. Before, you know, he would try to figure it out or, or yeah. he had to deal with a little bit of the the throwing stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, blocking. And yeah. But now it's like, now no, 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 no. I'm going to go straight for you. And that's what he does. This and is, a, and it's great. The, the dialogue in these, it's across two and a bit pages, but the, the dialogue between the two of them is so great because, um, you know, Daredevil suddenly is in the room and he basically says, Bullseye, I'm, I can't let you do this. Yeah. I, I, saved you i'm not going to let you go on a killing spree and bullseye says oh well i suppose what is it he actually says he says uh i can't help but feel responsible for what you what you do with it i saved your life a couple of weeks ago i can't help but feel responsible for what you do with it and he says oh well 
I suppose somebody has to. Um, throws the throne stars, and then this this is the dialogue here. It says, I'm bringing you in just like before. Before I was sick, and he shoots the billy club out of his hand. I'm better now, better than you, faster. Faster, I doubt it. No, you've just got a lot of tricks, a lot of fancy weapons, and when you run out of weapons, you're a sitting duck. And this is what <laughs> Bullseye says in re- response to that. But I never run out of weapons, devil. I'll use the walls, the floor, and if I don't, if that don't do the job, I'll use the whole city to kill you. Love it, Jamie. That and what is does he so do? good. Yeah. He kicks him out the window, uh-huh. and Daredevil starts to fall towards his death. And I like how Daredevil goes. Uh oh! <laughs> As he's going down, and, and then oh, there's this oh my great gosh. sequence. I love this mm-hmm. sequence, Jamie. I love it. So Daredevil, he shoots his thirty feet of coil mm-hmm. uh, of um, thirty feet of tensile uh, ten, tensile <laughs> up, and and he catches it right. Mm-hmm. But oh, it's so oh, it's great! Ni- nylon cable, nylon oh, cable. Yeah. So he catches it up on the roof, and he's dangling there, and automatically bullseye with his gun. Says, this time there's a complication. Yeah, he shoots the cable right. Yeah, cable breaks, and Daredevil starts to fall. And as he's falling, what does he have? A, a flagpole. There's a always flag a flagpole right underneath him. But he but isn't able to get to the flagpole. He's not able to get to the flagpole. He can only grab the flag. So he grabs this American flag, and he's hoping that it, that it will be able to be enough to, you mm-hmm. know, like, I guess the the, the sewn-together uh, fabric will be strong enough that it'll be able to support him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and he it rips the um, the flag straight off the flagpole. Uh-huh. I'm guessing it slowed him down a little bit. Yeah, each of this, th- there's a series of steps. He's basically falling 30 stories. Yeah. He's, his cable took out 20 of the stories. Yeah. Then the cable break, the cable being shot, which is brilliant, uh-huh. is brilliant. 30 more stories, 30 stories. So the flag slows him down. Um, he senses a gargoyle. He wraps the flag around the gargoyle's head, which slows him down again, probably jerks his shoulders a little bit. Yeah. But the gargoyle snaps, and then he falls one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight, maybe 10 more stories into the back of a, a garbage truck. That's driving by. That's driving by. Oh, and he's out. So he's unconscious awesome. at this stage. It's such a great sequence. Yeah. I love it. Um, and then what happens is we have a moment where the bad guys yeah. go on a spree. Yeah, they're trying to find uh, uh, one they of Kingpin's informants, yeah. somebody who knows where he's going to land, they where they he's going to come. They want to know when Fisk is coming into and town. And it's great because they're torturing people. And they even and Frank Miller, oh, the dialogue is so good. Yeah. He, he even says, like, they finally found somebody after, like, I don't know, hours and hours of yeah. torture. Who spills the beans. Who, who spills the beans. And, uh, oh. They should have just gone to and, Turk. I know. And this is why I love Kingpin. So now, so this takes us to the last page. So we mm-hmm. find out that he's going to be arriving via plane at this airport. There's a farm in Staten Island that this right. plane is going to land in. Oh, yeah, not an airport at this farm, <clears> yeah. <throat> mm-hmm. So as it's going to land, as soon as it, uh, as soon as it does, it gets, boom. There, yeah, there they, is. They, they there blow is, it up. That, that's a, every crook in town with a gun surrounds the plane and is about to open fire. And they open the, the plane door mm-hmm. and it's it, empty. It's empty and it, and it blows, blows up. up. Takes uh, out all of those guys. And then the actual plane comes in and lands. And it's the kingpin. And, and, and it's great because in Lynch, because he, he goes, ah, see, just like I knew. Like they, yeah. like I knew that the information would get out yeah. and I knew that they would do that. So I took care of all those guys. <laughs> and he's, and, and uh, the kingpin says, you know, I, I swore to Vanessa that I wouldn't do this, but mm-hmm. I need to. I need to get Vanessa back and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to use my old skills and I'm going to save her. And all of them, every single one of them is going to die. Yeah, so, so stinking good. Before we talk about 171, I do yes. want to say... Uh, um, I noticed on 168, mm-hmm. which was Electra's first appearance, and mm-hmm. that's when Frank Miller took on solo writing duties. Yeah, um, I noticed that 
the issues went to 22 pages of interior art. Mm. And uh, that was, um, uh, they were like 18 or 19 yeah. pages. And so once Frank Miller uh, started writing it and penciling too, you know, doing double duty, mm-hmm. they ended up throwing a couple extra pages in there, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. You know, so I wonder how that decision was made because, you know, that means less ads. Mm, yeah. Or that means printing. Uh, yeah, no, it probably more. does because, yeah. uh, but the, it probably means, um, yeah, probably. So that means in terms of that's how they got their money. So they thought they had enough confidence in it that, okay, you know, we're going to add three pages, three yeah. to four pages of uh, content. Yeah, because um, they were 32 fixed, I think. Yeah, they, they were, were 32 fixed because it, it was a sheet of eight or a four that yeah. folds in or, or mm-hmm. whatever the way it was cut on newsprint. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I thought that was that was pretty cool because they're giving Frank Miller more pages to work with. Yeah. And as a fan, that's awesome. Got to give the fans what they well, want. Well, yeah, because when you're reading a comic book, you know, you, you even though the, the ads are fun to look at, you want story, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, and now we get to 171. 171. This is now we've gone monthly. monthly. This is and now exciting. monthly. There was a letter campaign in the um, the letters page. There were so many people writing and saying, come on, guys, monthly. We want monthly. We want monthly. We want yeah. monthly. And they finally went. Um, and uh, the, the cover is Daredevil kicking the kingpin in the face. First I, time we've seen them I, in I, combat. I do want to say... I wonder if because pretty soon, uh, Klaus Johnson uh, starts doing the finishing. Yeah, pencil, hey, uh, like uh, uh, Frank Miller goes more into layout, into layout penciling. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if maybe that's because they went to monthly, so maybe doing that many pages over one month was too much. They broke Miller. No, but but I'm saying because yeah. think about it. <laughs> You're used to drawing 22 pages over and yeah. a cover over two months. Now you have to do it over a month. Yeah. You know, and they want to keep the style the same. Yeah, you know, and they don't they have many fill-ins going. now. There's no, there's very few fill-in no. issues. I think there's the one during the um, um, uh, assistant editors month, but even that I think is by Klaus and, and I can't remember if the writer. No, it's a different writer. Hmm. Um, we come to, uh, or we should say, Daredevil comes to. He's still in the yeah. back of the the garbage truck, and uh, he comes to, and he's been driving along. He doesn't know how long he's been out. Uh, he gets out and he hears. Um, uh, the the radio. Um, no, he knows he knows it's the time of day because he can hear that it's a late night disc jockey, and the air's gone cold, mm-hmm. so he knows it's nighttime. So he says, you know, I've been out for a couple of hours. Um, we cut to a couple of people, uh, like someone coming in and saying, uh, "There's a guy in a phone box." It's all super gangstery. Yeah, it's like guy in a phone box, and he's like, "No, no, you got to get the message." Phone out. booth. Phone booth. Sorry. I know, yeah, and you have an accent here, Jay. Yeah, I know, it's, <laughs> it's all <good>. fake. Uh, <laughs> he's there. He's like, the kingpin's here. You gotta, you gotta get the message out. The kingpin's here, and he gets shot down. He's he's da 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 like mm-hmm. uh, Tommy gunned in the in the phone box, phone booth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, <laughs> comes up and says, he's still alive. Want me to lean on him? And kingpin says, uh, let's not be stupid, Lynch. We haven't the time. Um, his employers are intelligent enough. They know I'm here. Uh, we cut to Matt. He's in Central Park with Heather. A very rare. Yeah, the moment the, of them just hanging out. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It, it's kind of I like it mm-hmm. when they slow down every once in a while, and it's, yeah. and it works great with Kingpin because, like I said, these issues are very dialogue heavy. Yeah, and they're and they're very about setting up mm-hmm. story. Yeah, so it's kind of nice when they're able to take a break from the action and have cute little moments like this with the characters because we want to see them in the, you know in their normal everyday activities. Mm-hmm. But you're right, you know, we haven't seen a shot of just a page of them spending time together and happy. Yeah, in like. Years, <laughs> yeah, and we should mention as well that um, that Matt doesn't even or Daredevil doesn't even know Kingpin at this stage. They have not 
been they've not been in the same room correct until this moment or until this issue i believe mm -hmm. um so he, he's still thinking of bullseye he's still thinking of the the other gang bosses and bullseye we cut to the other gang bosses in their uh, venetian blind shadow room and uh they have um do you think it's kind of interesting though that their hideout hasn't changed since daredevil's been there yeah See, because we're in the same building. The, the room same, looks smaller. <laughs> That's well, about no, it. <laughs> no, I think it's the same room. I, I think, think it is the same room. Yeah, and, and I think it's just interesting that they didn't choose to move hideouts. Maybe they feel like they don't need to. Or maybe Bullseye believes Daredevil's dead. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe Daredevil hasn't made a Daredevil appearance yet. Yeah. Maybe he that's does, it. Or he doesn't care because he knows he can yeah. just shoot. He can use the whole city to kill him. Right. Um, so they're thinking, you know, they have Vanessa and uh, they basically say, what we're going to do is we, we're going to propose that we give him Vanessa, he gives us the files, and we get rid of the files that are going to take out all of the lieutenants. Um, and uh, we want you, Bullseye, to go let him know. That's our plan. Go tell Kingpin. When he I love this story, Jamie. I'm sorry. I, it's so it's so cool like how they're scheming to, to, to get to the Kingpin. Because mm -hmm. you would have thought, well, why not just go to Japan? Yeah. You know he's in Japan. Why don't you just go there and try to kill him at his at his fortress? Yeah, doesn't that seem easier than trying to commit this, get this ploy to get him to come to be vulnerable, taking time, hiring all these? I don't know, but it's great because this shows how powerful Kingpin is. Yeah, and and they're like our only chance is to get to the one thing that makes him vulnerable. His one weakness, and that and that's Vanessa. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Yeah. So uh, Daredevil is out in the evening uh, he says you know it's really quiet nothing's really happening something's going on because it's so quiet um he goes into disguise he, he puts on a cap some glasses and a, a jacket and goes into josie's and says i'm looking for a man um they think it's funny and he says loudly uh i'm looking for a man who's looking for a lady a lady named Vanessa, and the I whole bar goes quiet. The whole quiet. bar goes quiet and looks. You had a couple guys arm wrestling, and you know, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. And then uh, a bunch of like huge, muscly guys come up and say, "You, you're talking too loudly, buddy. We, we, uh, we heard what you're saying." And they, they have a fight. They kick off, and Josie, of course, is like, "Please, I've just had the window replaced." Yeah. It gets smashed, and it, how and many bodies are going out the window in that image? Is it three? I think it's two, but it's really hard to see. I can't because, tell. Yeah, it might be three. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> and what happens is that everyone, it, it, it turns into a full barroom brawl where everyone just starts fighting everyone. And um, Daredevil in his disguise just kind of sits at the bar and lets everybody fight out until they're all unconscious. And then the the only people who are it, left are, are Turk, Turk and his buddy, whose name I can never remember. Oh, Grotto. Grot Grotto, yeah. yeah. And, Turk and, and, and Turk makes the decision, you know what? We this guy's snooping around. We need to take him to Kingpin yeah. to see what Kingpin wants to do with him, which is a really interesting thing to do when your boss doesn't want anyone to know where you're at. Yeah, but still, you know, it's Turk, it's Turk and Turk yeah. doesn't always make the Says, best okay, decisions. Come with us, and they go down and into they the and, and they blindfold him. They blindfold mm -hmm. him, which is funny. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, and they say, we don't know who you are. Where are you from? Are you from Philly? And he says, no, I'm from Arkham, Ohio. And then uh, Grotto says, this guy's giving me the creeps. We've got him blindfolded <laughs> and he's able to walk normally. I don't like this Turk. Something's up. They go into the secret room. Um, they knock on the door. Da -da 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 -da. 
and the door, the wall opens up. They climb in, and this is the first oh, time gosh, they, they meet. And don't you like how the first time that we see Kingpin yeah. through Daredevil's eyes yeah. is the silhouette with yeah. the radar around it's it? Huge. Oh my gosh, it is amazing. And this is this is what he says. He's th- this is what he's thinking. He walks in and he says, "That heartbeat up ahead, it's like a bass drum. Must be him. Yes, there he is, clearly described by my radar sense. The Kingpin. I've heard tales of this man, this near legend in history of crime." of how he gathered the hundreds of disorganized, distrustful gang leaders, of how he ended their territorial battles and taught them to work in tandem, of how he forged a structured million, multi-billion dollar criminal empire, an empire he ruled with a tyrant's discipline and a bookkeeper's precision. I've heard the tales of the genius, his power, but no one ever told me just how big he is. Oh, I know. And then, and then we, you know, like, oh my goodness. We see him standing next to Matt, and it's like, he's like five times as thick. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And he says, you have one minute to persuade me not to have you shot. Mm-hmm. Make use of it. And it's great. And he says, I, w- I want to come work for you. He says, I'm Shades. Yeah, I'm, I'm Shades. Shades. I'm a hitman. Yeah, and I want to come work for you. And Kingpin's like, I'm not impressed. Kill him. And then at that moment, uh, he takes a pen off the table. And I think, what does Matt say? He says, um, he goes, uh, hey, let me borrow your pen. And mm-hmm. he takes the pen off the table and he throws it and it goes directly in the gun opening where the bullet yeah, the comes barrel. out. The barrel, yeah. It goes in there and, and I love it. And then he goes, well... And then Kingpin goes, you're hired. You're hired. Really? And then um, while this is going on, someone else stumbles down and says, uh, Bullseye caught up with me. He he beat the crap out of me. Excuse my language. <laughs> and uh, he said, he's got a message for you, boss. Uh, he says, if you want your wife back, you've got to meet with the other bosses unarmed at a construction site on 9th Avenue and 40th tomorrow night, midnight. And then dies. And uh, he says, uh, obviously poisoned. Um there's a body in the office. Get rid of it. And I love this, that Matt automatically knows crap. Sorry, pardon my, <laughs> pardon my language too. He's like, bullseye went and he killed somebody through poison. This life is on my hands yeah. now. And this is this interesting is because me. he's in a room with Kingpin, who is who is the big, the big guy, literally and figuratively. He's going to become the biggest presence in Matt's life. And he's thinking, he's not even thinking about Kingpin at this point. He's just thinking... I've got to make Bullseye pay for this. This is on me. Bullseye is the problem yeah. here. Bullseye is the big, the big bad in this situation. And uh, Lynch is like, this is it. This is it. We yeah, can do this. And- I like this because Lynch tells Kingpin, he goes, hey, this is your chance. Like, take over. You know, you can come back yeah. and, you know, you can be crime boss again. And then uh, he goes, witless dolt. He's like, you over- stop overstepping your bounds. And he picks them up and he says, I... Nothing. None of this matters. Mm-hmm. This is Kingpin talking to Lynch. Yeah. None of this matters. I just want Vanessa. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. And uh, and this is making Lynch nervous because he's thinking this guy's gone so soft. Yeah. We've got to we've got to fix this. We cut to the storefront. Uh, it doesn't look that different. It's actually the first time I think I've seen it look similar. <laughs> um, and uh, what's her name? Becky is on the phone. She's answering a series of phone calls. Uh, no one's there. Foggy wanders in. And uh, he goes and puts his head down on his desk, and things aren't things aren't good in Foggyland. Yeah, I know. This is the second little uh, little drop yeah. of uh, something that's going to mm-hmm. be coming up. Um, so we cut to uh, Shades is uh, in uh, locked in a <laughs> aka subterrane. Mike Murdoch, no. Mike Mike Murdoch, Matt <laughs> yeah. Murdoch, Jack Jack Batlin. Um, he's in this huge room, and he's like, there, "There's one door. I can feel the door. Um, 
if I can open this, I can get out. Well, it's actually got a door handle. It's got a door handle. So he starts to pull on this vaulted door, which is just huge, and it's taking all of his strength to make it move slightly. Oh, it's so great. There's, it's, it's like a whole page of him opening the yeah. door. And the, and the best part about this is because we see it over several panels and yeah. how much strain it's taken open. This just shows you how strong Kingpin yeah. is because he doesn't even lock the door because there's no point in locking well, the door. Well, this is, yeah, this door is is a it's where he's keeping the, the file, I should mm-hmm. say. Sorry, I kind of skipped ahead. He's ba- basically, uh, Matt has knocked out two of the, or Daredevil's knocked out two of the guards and he's trying to find this file, yeah. which is the names of all the lieutenants. And it's, in, it's behind this door and he's trying to open this huge door. He opens it a little bit and then behind him, I do want to just say, throwing it open. Yeah, and I, and I just, just want to say that like, What's so cool is Matt has his main motivation here is he wants these files mm-hmm. because he wants to, through his other alter ego of Matt Murdock, he wants to be able to find out what he wants these, to know all the criminals. He wants him. to know all the criminals so he can help kind of bring justice mm-hmm. to the city. So that's that's the that's his motivation is he wants that. And and like Jamie said, Kingpin just slams throws the door open really mm-hmm. easy. And I love this sequence. So um, he's looking around with the flashlight, trying yeah. to find um, who's in there, and he sees that it's Daredevil because he's taken off. He changes shades. Is yeah. taken off the clothes, mm-hmm. and um, and then I love he throws the. He throws the uh, Daredevil throws his Billy Club. Um, now he's in costume at mm-hmm. at um, Kingpin's hand. He goes, "Ow, my flashlight!" He goes, "That stick." And then hold on a second. So um, Daredevil gets a couple of punches in and yeah. you know kicks him and everything. And and I love keeps calling him fat, so uh, big guy. Yeah, and I love the dialogue here because he's he's saying like, "Oh my goodness, like this guy is." It's like rock. It's yeah, like kicking says, a rock. It's like he says that wasn't fat that I just hit. That was yeah, rock. <laughs> that was rock. And it's it's a great little sequence of. Um, I mean, Daredevil is getting the hits and he's hitting him in the face, hitting him in the mm-hmm. back of the head. But literally, finally, it was so great. It's almost like King because we know from the earlier scene in last issue mm-hmm. that he can fight. Yeah, but he's not really fighting. He's pretty much just letting Daredevil beat the crud out of him. Yeah. But it's not doing anything. And then finally, he punches Daredevil in the face. Yes, one huge One punch. huge hit, and it knocks him down. And this is like my favorite piece of dialogue from this issue. I love this so much. So um, this is the first time that Kingpin has, is uh, speaking to Daredevil directly and, and saying, hey, it's you. He goes, I believe I have heard of you, Daredevil. From time to time, I came across your name in my secretary's reports. As I recall, you were a minor interference in several of my lesser enterprises, never worthy of my personal attention. You shouldn't have gotten so far out of your depth. (laughs) For my plan requires a careful understanding of every element in this struggle, and I cannot allow a monkey wrench to remain in such delicate machinery. Ah, so cool. I cannot afford to let you live. I love that dialogue so much. It's so great because this is, like I said, this is the first time that him and Daredevil have really come together. And the whole thing is like, you weren't even on my radar. I know. He's like, I heard about you, but it it, Mm. it didn't work. In my secretary's reports. Yeah, it it didn't even matter. But 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 Frank Miller was a great, well, he still is, but he was a great writer (laughs) with with this. I mean, look, look, look at this line. Uh, I cannot allow a monkey wrench to remain in such delicate machinery. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to the uh, the construction site. Oh, we, I do want to say that uh, I, j- just so everyone at home is aware, it took one punch. One punch. And it actually, I believe, knocked him out. Oh, he's unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, completely unconscious. And the punch, we should we should also say, uh, his fist is bigger than 
than um, than Daredevil's head. Yeah, that one punch just comes out. He's taken, he's taken over the over two pages. He's taken a kick to the face, a kick to the back, a kick to the another kick to the back, a punch to the face, a hit from the Billy Club, three hits from the Billy Club, and hasn't done a thing. And then just one punch, and he's like, "Okay, you're done." Mm-hmm. And then um, we we go to the construction site. There are snipers and gunmen everywhere. And Vanessa is chained to a <laughs> girder. A girder. A, a girder, pillar. A pillar. And uh, they're all like, okay, he's going to hand over the files. When that happens, we're going to kill them. And then um, Bullseye is hanging up there with his weapon. But um, the case that they put down that's supposed to have the files in has a little latch in it. And it is a, a sonic weapon that uh, blasts out a sound. And everyone drops to the ground. Um, he's able to switch it off, and he says, "It's okay. it's over, Vanessa. Um, I've I've done it. I've saved you. I haven't killed anybody. Um, I wore special earplugs. Um, I'm going to take you back to Japan. We're going to be fine. We're going to live in peace. I'm going to hand over this file." While this is going on, uh, someone fires a. Um, I think is it. Yeah, someone fires a. It's like an electric shock. or, or It's like a, a weird mortar device that goes up in the air and it yeah. hits the girder that she's chained to and the building collapses around her. And It's a shadowy figure. We can't tell. Yeah. We can't tell who it is. Yeah. And uh, he, the kingpin comes out of it. He's, he's bloodied, but he comes out of it and he can't find Vanessa's body anywhere. And Lynch is there and he says, come on, we've got to get out of here. They've all escaped, but we've got to get out of here. We've got to get away. We can find her, but... Um, no, he says there's nothing we can do. She's dead, and we can make them pay. You're you're the boss again. You've got to be the boss. You've got to be the kingpin. But you only you can do it. And kingpin's kind of shook and oh, gets in, and he says, "Yes, we're going to make them pay. We're going to make them pay." But um, what are getting in? Um, Lynch. He's got a headache. Got a headache. Yeah. yeah, which is which is very key. It is key. But man, I, I love the moment where like there's a whole page um, after. There's actually two pages. Of no dialogue, yeah, with the exception of um, Kingpin saying Vanessa twice, yeah, and it's 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 him running towards her to protect her mm-hmm. when the building is starting to fall down. Obviously, the building falls on top of both of them. Yeah, the Kingpin is able to survive, and he's bloody. His face is all like completely like torn up, and he's just searching and searching and searching and can't find her. And it just shows, man, like. How big of an Im- impact this is on her, on, yeah. on him. Yeah, I love it. And then the issue ends with um, Turk and uh, Grotto, Grotto mm-hmm. um, getting rid of Daredevil's body by throwing it into a water shaft. Uh, yeah, it's a sewage like pipe. A sewage pipe thing. So and they, have, funny, him, they he, have him tied up. Yeah, and Grotto's like, uh, "Shouldn't we just shoot him first before we put him in there?" And then Turk, of course, is like, "No, that's that's too easy. That's that's yeah. not a cool way to handle it. No." Yeah. This will kill him anyways. This is more fun. That's got no style, he says. Yeah, That's no got no style. style. I, want to, I want him to die choking and squirming. I want him to know he's dying. <laughs> so they throw him into the water. And uh, that's how it ends. It ends with him yeah. running down this uh, shaft. Um, issue 172. Yes. July. Gang War. Um, and we have... It's kind of a great little sequence. It's a page of... Uh, the cover's great. I love the, the cover. But the the... the the page is uh, the first page has these uh, a truck going by with Daredevil saying starring Daredevil. Yeah, I know that's um, cool. Some guys standing over a uh, an oil 
uh, barrel, whatever those things are called, the barrels with the fire in there, keeping warm. Yeah. And we see the under, underneath the ground, we see the piping and the water, um, the pipes that he's in and the cylinder. And he's going along and he's like, okay, I'm tied up, I'm underwater, I can hear street sounds far above me. Um, <laughs> he says, I wake up in the strangest of places. Yeah, I know. Um, and what he's, is wrong with me here? He says, what okay, am I doing? I've got like three minutes, maybe four before I'm dead. So let's make this count. So he, he gets out of the... the. Um, I can't hold my breath for four minutes. There's no, no way. No. <laughs> um, he gets out of the, the, the bindings that he's in and he says, okay, I can sense something down here. There's another... I, I'm, I've got to go where the current's pulling me. That's where the air is. Uh, did, and did it you just think, gets... Sorry, did you think it was kind of funny that he says, thank goodness Turk didn't like... Like he doesn't know how to tie a proper knot. Yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is how did he even know that Turk was the one that tied it on him? He just knows. He just... But, just that, but that's how he knows. He goes, oh... This must is have a, been Turk. Yeah, this is a bad tie job. It must have been Turk that was the one that uh, tied me up. Yeah, so he's crawling through this pipe and it's getting smaller and smaller. It's so claustrophobic. And uh, he eventually breaks through him breathe and he's underground and he's in like this uh, this area, but it's just like people living. Yeah, a whole bunch of homeless guys. people. Uh, yep. They're all begging for money for food. Yeah. Then we cut to Josie's bar. And Turk is there mouthing off about how great he is because yeah. he's just killed. He says, you know, I'll, I'll pay my tab next week. I swear I just did a big job. Um, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to be rolling in dough. I just killed. But he doesn't say I killed uh, Daredevil, but he's thinking, you know, I just killed Daredevil. Yeah. While he's thinking that, a red-gloved hand comes and puts his hand on his shoulder. And he starts, Turk starts running towards the window. And, and Josie says, Josie's you like, are, to, you, are you serious? You know how much <laughs> these windows cost? And he says, I know, I know. And he... Wraps the bitty club around uh, Turk's feet and pulls him up so that and, the window doesn't. And when smash. he does it, he goes, "Note the all-purpose billy club, complete with a thirty-foot nylon cord." It's like, <laughs> c- come on, guys! Like you're monthly now. <laughs> I think you can you can avoid having to put in. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. So he grabs Turk and he says, "You know, I'm not, don't worry. I'm not angry. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm a little angry, but I'm over it. You tried to kill me, but let's let's get talking. And Tell me is, everything. And, and this is great. The next page is Turk explaining the story for people who who didn't read the last couple issues. So yeah. this gets you completely up to speed. So we don't even really need to go over it because we've already talked about it. Mm-hmm. But it just is a rundown of how Kingpin got to where he is and yeah. how Vanessa just got killed and how yeah. Bullseye was, his, has been hired. So Daredevil says you're working for me now. Um, and then we cut to uh, Kingpin putting together his plans. And yeah. He's becoming more Kingpinny. Did you notice, Jamie, that on the next three pages, they're all formatted ex- almost exactly the same? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all start with a long panel that goes from top to the bottom uh, talking about different parts of the city and, and how New- and how New York is. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah. And the, 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 it's interesting because the, the, the text changes. It becomes like, a, I think it's them supposed to be it's like um, Ben Ulrich or someone writing some right. It, it, it looks like yeah, it looks like that type. Yeah. of Yeah. So they're talking yeah. about how there's this gang war going on. So we see the the different places where the, we first we see the kingpin and he's in his sub basement, his subterranean. He uh, only smokes the fanciest cigarettes. Fanciest cigarette and the fanciest of holders. And he's talking about what his plan is, and uh, he says, you know, we're going to harass all of their lower things. And we're going to make the gangs go up against each other. And while this is going on, I'm going to get closer and closer to the bad guys. Then we cut to that big tall building that Daredevil fell out of. And um, there's a, oh, there's a great thing where they're telling where they're telling Bullseye mm-hmm. is like we need, we really need you to kill him now. And Bullseye goes, okay, well, it's ten million to kill him, and uh, but now I got to find him first. Yeah. So it'll be five million to find. Him. Yeah. <laughs> 
and he, he kills a fly with a uh, yeah, paperclip. With a paperclip, he goes, that, that's for free. He says, the, the fly's Don't for you free. Know. Yeah. Uh, it's just a great sequence, because then after that, it then goes, we see... It shows him trying to find out yeah, where he is. So he's see, taking different people down and questioning them. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, because it's like kind of what Daredevil would do, where right. he grabs people, but he's a lot more vicious and a lot more terrifying. I'm yeah. not sure all of those people are dead. Then we cut to... Um, uh, Kingpin having a workout, he's just beating some guys up, and uh, Turk comes running in, and he says, "You know, Daredevil's still alive. He's after you. He's after the files." Um, Kingpin says, "That's unfortunate." Um, and they, then, uh, 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 what's his name? His uh, uh, Lynch has got uh, a headache still. He's been having yeah. these terrible, these terrible headaches. Yeah. So um, they're going to move the files, and while they're moving, the lights go out. Daredevil comes in, and he steals the files. Yeah, because it, it turns out that um, you know Turk thought he wasn't being followed, mm-hmm. and Daredevil followed Turk right to Kingpin's new mm-hmm. lair, and he quickly steals the files. I love it when when Frank Miller draws uh, in silhouette. Yeah, it's so much fun because yeah. he does such good movement with the characters, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Daredevil easily gets away. And uh, he goes to the... Goes uh, to Manolis. Yeah, and, he, and it turns out it's just newspaper. It's just newspaper. And, and he it, says, are you blind? Are you blind? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was a setup all along, kind of, how the files never were really yeah. in there. It's, Kingpin is always two steps ahead, not yeah. one, two steps ahead. Um, and then they start moving down with uh, it's some kind of like... Uh, sorry, they uh, Bullseye and his gang now know where Kingpin is. So they move down with this, uh, this weird sonic weapon, this like super gun that they're going to blow open the vault. Do you remember the vault with the huge mm-hmm. heavy door? They're going to blow it open and go get the files. Um, they use the gun. I love that Bullseye has got his classic Luger-looking weird, like futuristic Luger gun. He's got that back. Yeah. Um, so they blow open the vault, they climb in, and then the vault collapses around them because Kingpin's, again, two steps ahead of everybody. Right. Um, Bullseye goes back to the main building and he's like, you you got played, you're all yeah. suckers, this is ridiculous. And while they're having this conversation... Kingpin the door opens and, and Kingpin shows up, and this yeah. is this is uh, this is perfect Kingpin. Mm-hmm. So he sits down, and he and the whole time he's sitting down, Bullseye's got a gun pointed at his head, mm-hmm. and of course all the other gangsters they're like, "Oh, it's so great that you're here. Let's discuss this. How can we make this work out?" Blah 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 blah. And then um, uh, Kingpin goes, "You know, Bullseye there, he's going to work for me now." Mm-hmm. And he says, "As you notice, he's had any chance to kill me, but he hasn't done it because he's smart." He's thinking about future employment opportunities, yeah. and he knows that if he jumps on my side, that he will be employed and be handsomely rewarded. He'll be paid properly. He'll be played properly. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, and then all of the uh, other goons are like, quick, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Yeah, they and, say, Any, anything, Bullseye, kill him now. You've got yeah. a chance. And, he, and then Kingpin's just sitting there, and he says, Bullseye, my cigarette, please. Yeah. Bullseye lights it and says, happy to oblige, boss. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and love he kicks, it. And he kicks them out of the office. That's Bullseye's the like the number one assassin. Yeah. And that's all Kingpin, I mean, he's in control. It just shows yeah. how much he's in control. Yeah. So he's sitting in his office now and he says, uh, Lynch, come in. He presses a buzzer and says, I've taken over. I'm now back at the head of the table. Lynch, come in, please. And then he comes in and he says, you did it, boss. You did it. You're, you're the the boss again um hey boss what's wrong what's up and kingpin says i know it was you i know that you're you've had this headache because you were the guy who fired the mortar you're the guy who brought the building down you killed vanessa and 
you, I, I'm going to make you pay. And he pulls out a gun and tries to shoot him, and he just crushes his hand. But he actually gets shot in the process. Mm-hmm. He does. does. Yeah, yeah, he gets shot. He doesn't even realize that's how tough he is. Yeah. And he just beats Lynch like he's just smashing him. And Be- beats he beats him so hard that oh, the table smashes. It's that around classic him. thing that this is this is his kind of go to mm-hmm. uh, kingpin. When you think of how king, kingpin kills people, he puts his two hands together and mm-hmm. forms a double fist, and just like swings it down really fast and, and snaps your neck mm-hmm. by hitting your, your head so hard. Yeah. And, and and it obviously happens off panel because of the comics authority yeah. code or whatever, but this is a very violent fight. Yeah. Very yeah. violent. Very fight. violent and very one sided. The, the fact that they were able to get away with putting this yeah. into a comic and say it's for all ages is interesting to me. But it's great though. It's 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 so cool. And then at that point is when Kingpin realizes that Lynch actually did get the the the, uh, the shot off of his gun and did mm-hmm. shoot me. So he tells um, he tells Bullseye, Bullseye hey, clean this up, G- give me the doctor. Um, um, I'm gonna go. Or he goes, clean this up and then give me a doctor as he's holding the wound in his chest. Yeah, but, oh, so good. Yeah. Then we cut to Daredevil and drinking a soda pop. He's drinking a soda pop. He's talking with uh, Joni. Uh, Joni is a, a lady of the night who mm-hmm. is uh, who apparently has a lot of boyfriends that are that are parts of different gangs. Yeah, and uh, Dada will throw some money away, get some information, and he um, Kingpin is holding this summit of all the yeah. of all the mob people, saying, "Here's how it's going to work from now on. This I am in charge. You guys are going to be fine. I'm not going to hurt you as long as mm-hmm. you." Um, uh, while, you, they're, while they're in there, the lights go. Unconditional, unquestioning yeah. obedience. We're gonna we're gonna restore things to how they were. Yeah. I'm in charge, and they all go. Absolutely, you're the boss. The lights go out, and they say there must be a power cut. And then one of them looks out and goes, "No, it's only this building." Um, and then he says, uh, "It's it's Daredevil. It's got to be Daredevil." Um, we have a generator down in the basement. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kingpin tells Bullseye, "Go down there and take care of him." Go down there and take With care of him. With pleasure, boss. Happily. Yeah. So he goes down, and this is, again, this is all the silhouette, and uh, Bullseye shoots a cat. <laughs> Which looks kind of like a rat cat. It's kind of incredible. This cat is mm-hmm. brightening. It looks like a werewolf cat rat. Um, and he jumps down, and he's like, where is this guy? He hasn't attacked me yet. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to turn the he, lights he, on. He even points out, he says, I know Daredevil can see in the dark. Yeah, I know yeah. this guy can take me on in the dark. This is interesting because it's also the start of Bullseye kind of putting two and two together with um, with Daredevil possibly mm-hmm. being someone. Yeah. Um, and when he gets down there, he turns the lights on and he says, I waited because I wanted you to see. I wanted you to know exactly <sighs> what was going on, that it was me. And they have another one of their great fights. They and this do. one is just like, this is another incredible one. He says, you know, I... I saved you i was the one who saved you and you went out and killed and that's on me and he said i don't care you don't you don't scare me anymore and he's throwing things and they're fighting kicking and punching and this is oh this is when he gets the bitty club and he says oh this this thing is incredible yeah bullseye he i th- want one yeah i want one <laughs> it's it, it is such an awesome fight yeah. and i mean frank miller is i mean i enjoy his penciling a lot but one thing he's really good at penciling yeah. is is um bodies being bent in like very crazy ways from yeah. uh, as a result of being hit. Yeah. Or, or you know, like yeah, he's really good at putting the impact in. Yeah, the impacts into the So punches. they have this they have this great fight and it's really, you know, you see how evenly they're matched. And Bullseye is just saying, No, 
no, absolutely not. You just think you're better than me. I will not accept this. You always think you're better than me. You're not better than me. I'm, I will show you. I will smash you. And he goes crazy. And he just starts kicking him and pulls a brick. He, he smashes. Um, he gets smashed into a brick wall and some of the bricks come out. He picks up a brick and is smashing it against uh, Daredevil. And then it ends with them basically <coughs> wrapped. They've both got their hands wrapped around each other's throats. Yeah, and they're, they're just holding on and holding on. They're and saying, who can withstand longer? Yeah. It's such, it's cool. It, yeah. They're so evenly matched. I love it. Yeah. And then Bullseye's the first one to go. And while this is going on, this huge shadow comes in. And uh, there's all these gunmen. Kingpin walks in. Um, and he says, you can finish him if you want. You can kill him. He's still breathing. And Daredevil doesn't move. And he says, okay, I see. Uh, I didn't think you would. I have something for you. This is... These are the files that you've all been fighting for. This here is what everyone has been killing everyone for. This is a list of all of the bad guys. These are all the people that are the other gang lords. I want you to take them out for me. And Daredevil kind of pauses and thinks, well, I don't get it. He's like, because... He goes, and I'm going to throw a bullseye in for free. You can have bullseye for free. Yeah. Because he wants Daredevil to do the work for him. Yeah, he says, I know that you can take them Uh, all out, and then my power will be completely consolidated. it will, and and he'll be able to rebuild in his vision Mm -hmm. the way the underworld should be. And the easiest way to do that is to start from scratch, and by giving the papers to Daredevil... And see, what's funny is, is Daredevil, ultimately he decides, okay, you've got it this time, but I'll be back. But it's great because this shows how powerful Kingpin is compared to Daredevil and how much he can control any situation. Yeah. Because Daredevil gets a win. This is a big win for him. Yeah. He's going to be able to stop so much crime for this and get Bullseye, the person that mm-hmm. he is responsible for going free, yeah. have him go back, back behind bars. Yeah. He gets to kill two birds with one stone. But he still loses. But he still loses. <laughs> and the Kingpin wins. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Such good writing. Yeah. And it's it's like whatever happens... Kingpin wins because right. it's like, well, you cannot take this and Bullseye still free and all of those guys. <laughs> I'll beat them. Yeah. Don't make no mistake. I will still beat all of them. Mm-hmm. This way, you get to you get to chalk that up as your win, your choice. So he, like Joshua says, he takes Bullseye and he takes the files and says, "You win this time." Um, then we have a, a little epilogue, yes. and um, this shows you that Vanessa survived. She survived. She she the ground around her fell through and she fell down into um the sewers and has been living down there just wanting food and money like all the homeless people that daredevil ran into yeah um, when we saw him um come out of the so we know that's going to come into play a little bit later that comes into play which is super exciting but she's it says that she's uh she's psychologically broken at this stage she's forgotten who she is and we find out more about that later so that wraps up the three-part story uh with kingpin and yeah, it was so good. And we finally have an arch nemesis, and we it do. was a perfect introduction. And I love the first scene of them together. You plus you had so many awesome fight scenes between Daredevil and Bullseye. Mm-hmm. How great is it that that's the B storyline? Is Daredevil fighting Bullseye? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and we just see how evenly matched they are the whole time. Yeah, 
I love it. So this last issue we're going to go over today is issue 173. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's another fun one. Now, this is the first one where Frank Miller is only credited for doing the breakdown art. Yeah. And Claus Johnson it's, gets credited as doing the finished art, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And it's called Daredevil Goes Berserk. Um, Lady Killer is the actual name of the issue. Yeah. And it's, um, a bit, it's a bit of a, you know, Matt's not the nicest person no, on this issue. No, he's not. And, um, but at the same time, uh, we get a, we get another, another step in, uh, the gladiator becoming good, yeah. which is kind of, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And, um, and there's a, it, it starts out with, um, it, it starts out with us finding out about, um, Matt's cane becoming a billy club. Because we have to have the right, Billy Club. Yeah, yeah. The, every issue is now the origin of the Billy of Club. Of the Billy Club, right. <laughs> so what so, happens is Matt's walking down this uh, this in, or in a rough neighborhood. There's these three guys who are mugging people. And they say, here's an easy target. It's a blind guy. Um, there's a great uh, panel where one of them pulls a knife out. And you see Matt. And then you see his shadow is the, the Daredevil shadow, which uh, we haven't seen for a while, I don't think. Um, up against the wall. And he says, no... Um, you know, they're surrounded and they say, we're going to we're gonna kill you and take everything. We're going to take everything. So um, I want his shoes. I want his suit. I want his wallet. And he takes apart the cane, beats them, beats all three of them, uses a billy club, and then thinks about how these guys have been terrorizing the neighborhood. But it's good that he's got his new billy club. Um, it works really well. I've taken them out. I'll let the cops clean up. I've got to go. Um, I've got to be in the office. <clears throat> And he thinks, I can get there faster if I'm Daredevil. So he changes into his Daredevil costume and uh, runs off to the office. And while this is going on, there's a, uh, it looks like Clark Kent and Lois I know, I thought the exact (laughs) same thing. You got two hands that are coming in and Mm -hmm. they're behemoth arms too. Yeah. Um, And uh, he ends up grabbing the Clark Kent looking dude. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, um, while they're trying to find... It's a couple that are walking through. They're looking for the storefront. Yeah. And because um, it, uh, we find out that Matt Murdock and uh, Foggy Nelson are going to have a client that they want to get some information, mm-hmm. going to have them pop up. So, so you have a moment where Daredevil's trying to get to the storefront. These guys are trying to find it, and they and Daredevil hears them scream, so he jumps down. And this big, muscly guy who we don't really see much of except for like some... Um, Just his chest and arms. Yeah, and, and some, some masochistic-looking uh, like spiked uh, straps and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um He's hitting the woman and and being incredibly abusive to her, um, yeah. talking about how he's going to have to punish her. Someone, a, a neighbor, calls out. He drops down and he finds the two people. And yeah, they were three blocks away, and Daredevil wasn't able to get there in time. Yeah. But luckily, there was a neighbor that was able to cause enough of a ruckus and and scream loud enough that yeah. th- that this big behemoth dude leaves, and they're still survived. Yeah, which is great. So we've got, um, uh, but but you know. After that happens and Daredevil does show up, who happens to be in the area? His client. His client who is going to the storefront. Yeah, who is, of course. Um, Mel- Melvin, Melvin Potter. Potter. Yeah. And he is. Uh, he was on his way to the storefront, but the police have arrested him because he matches the description perfectly of the guy that they're that attacked these two people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Betsy shows up and she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, 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 no. Yeah. And then... Uh, He's actually being obedient. Um, yeah. He really is. Um, uh, Melvin's being obedient. Yeah. I think I've been calling Becky Betsy and Betsy Becky. But yeah, Betsy is, Betsy, is yeah. his and Becky is the, the storefront. Correct. Um, Betsy shows up and says, you know, just just don't worry. We'll get you out of this. And Matt does a quick change. 
Lieutenant uh, uh, Manolis. Yeah. Who is, of course, the lieutenant who always happens to show up now? Yeah. Um, unless you want to be brought to on charges yourself or brought up on charges yourself, I suggest you inform my client of his constitutional rights, specifically the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Melvin, we'll straighten this out. Yep. So thanks to Matt and his quick words, um, uh, they don't they're, they're not able to convict him. Yeah. And then it goes to the next day. It goes the next day. He's in still the, in. He's in the criminal courts building. Yeah. He's being held in the pen, mm-hmm. and um, Becky and Matt go to see him and um, as they go into the room becky sees melvin for the first time and collapses yeah like she is terrified Terrified. when she sees his face terrified and then we cut to uh, the infirmary um becky's coming to and matt's talking to her and says what is happening and she explains how she lost the use of her legs she was attacked when she was a student um i think it was in harvard wasn't it uh Yeah. yeah yeah in harvard she was attacked uh, she was in a. She was walking to a dormitory one night alone, and uh, this huge guy attacked her. He was in a leather mask. He slapped her and basically did what we saw the the, the guy who's we only saw his arms and mm-hmm. and body doing to um, the woman that was with Jeff and uh, the attacker last night. And she says, you know, that's how I lost the use of my legs. Um, I didn't. I scratched him, but he wouldn't let me go. And it's it's really uncomfortable. It's actually like really hard to read a lot of this stuff in this issue is kind of some nasty stuff happened and she just says you know i didn't say anything and he gets matt gets livid that she never reported yeah he screams at her and says you know you you let someone like that go by you let them free what about the other victims this is all on you and she says you know get out of here you need to remember too at this point matt is dealing with his own stuff He's dealing with his own issue with Bullseye about mm-hmm. how Bullseye is killing people because yeah. he let um, he let uh, Bullseye live. So now he feels like all those deaths are on his hands. So when mm-hmm. he hears Becky talking about how you know what happened and he, she didn't report it, yeah. Matt sees a parallel to yeah. how well you're not reporting it. So because of that, that means there are other people that that are going to potentially be hurt because you didn't speak up about it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like he's kind of paralleling them a little bit yeah. together. But it's super harsh. And it is harsh because it's obviously something that is a that is a big deal and has affected her greatly. And yeah. she's emotional about it. She's crying, beca- you know, which makes sense. But, you know, Matt's not really thinking about her well-being. No. He's thinking more about the greater picture yeah. and about, you know, whatever can do the most justice. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. still in these, that, that mindset, which is that you have to do everything for the reasons of right justice um we cut to a little bit of him in court oh and and, and and matt also is you know he believes her of course yeah and he believes that melvin did these things but but once again they are um because of a psychological issue yeah so he starts to he starts to talk about that he starts to talk about how you know gladiator is a different person from melvin melvin's changed now and he's defending him and um Melvin is there and he's saying, I didn't do this. I didn't. They think it's me and it's making me angry. And uh, Betsy is comforting him and keeping him calm. But Matt knows that it's a short thing, that he is. He he realizes something's going on. He realizes there's something beyond it being Melvin. So he turns into, he changes into when, when legality, when the the legal system fails him, he gets dressed in red and goes and punches people. So (laughs) he quickly gets uh, into his Daredevil costume goes out and tries to find out what's going on. Um, he goes and he he goes to see Debbie, 
This is interesting that he pops in. Yeah, because uh, he changes into his Mac costume. Because Foggy's so. been so weird been lately. Flaky. Maybe he's been leaving all these little like you know Frank Miller's been leaving these little tidbits yeah. and stuff, and and he shows up, and, and Debbie's saying, you know what? After we were married, it was the best month of my life. But then he changed, and things have been so weird, and we're and we're fighting all the yeah, time. He's and, been snapping. Yeah, and he's been out. And um, then a very disheveled Foggy ends up coming in yeah. and says, Matt, take a hike, get away from my woman. Yeah, and, get out uh, of here. Yeah. He says, I don't need your help, get out. And he goes... So what's going on with Fogs, man? <laughs> Fog is getting kind of uh, <clears throat> kind of cuckoo here. Yeah. Then we learn that the Melvin Potter has escaped. Yes, he has escaped. And we also find out that this person that is um, that attacked these people at the beginning, the Clark yeah. Kent Lois Lane lookalikes, uh-huh. because he's wearing the same fancy little spiky bracelet. Yeah, we find out that 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 is indeed not Melvin Potter. Yeah. So if any of you were concerned, saying you know why is he doing these things, it mm-hmm. was not him. It is a different person. And and when he hears the news, he goes, Ah, this is great. The fact that he escaped and everybody thinks that he was the one that committed the crime against yeah. those two people that was actually me. This is a perfect time for me to go out and go do some more naughty stuff. Yeah. Because he, I can he, blame it. Everyone will just assume it's him. Yeah. And he sees Betsy on the news and he says, that's who we're going to get. We're going to get her. So um, who is the woman that he's with? I don't know. It's just someone. It's like he's. Uh, what is her name? I don't know if she even has a name. She must have a name. Um I don't know. Miss um, Lavender, maybe? I'm not sure. Uh, um, who knows? Jimmy and Mike, they're antagonists. Okay. But yeah. anyways, anyway. there's a woman that's around too, which makes no sense because this guy is... He, what, what is his... He's a super misogynist. Yeah. Just he, brutal He's a rapist, person. right? Yeah, I think he the, just beats women. Women and, and, yeah, and rapes them, I think, right? Yeah, it never actually says overtly. It just says he's going to punish them. And, and, and it's, it's implied every time. It's constantly being implied that he's, he's been assaulting them sexually yeah. as well as physically. Um, then we have uh, Melvin goes to the Disney Museum of Human History our favorite building mm-hmm. where he steals the old gladiator costume and he's just about to put it on. And well, I don't know if he's about to put it on Jamie. I think he's more just reflecting if he should or not. Yeah. I don't think he's actually doing it to get like he, he cra- he breaks the glass. He, and then he just looking at it. Like there's a whole panel. Well, no he says, he's, he, Matt says, you don't have to do this. He says, I'm doing what I've got to do. And he's holding it and he's, he's contemplating. Yeah. He's contemplating reverting back into his yeah. gladiator form. And he's saying, you know, you haven't helped me. I've got to, I've got to do this. I've got to become the gladiator. And he says, um, when, I, when I wear this armor, I'm unbeatable. And uh, then he says, but I'm also alone. And he throws the, the helmet away and he says, you've got to help me and drops down. <clears throat> While this is going on, there's a knock at Betsy's door. She says, I'm coming, I'm coming. And it is our nasty guy. Um, he forces his way in. She turns out the lights. She uses a lot of things to kind of trip him up and stop him from attacking her. She's running through the apartment. She gets a knife. She's able to get one cut in. And the um, the neighbors come running. Yeah, this is the first time we see his face. Yeah. And we did see his face on the cover of the issue, but it's, it's like... He's, he's, he's in a weird, like, levery gimp mask kind of thing. Yeah. That's, uh, Full of spikes. Full of spikes. And the, the neighbors do enough to scare him away, so he runs out. They, Daredevil comes by, and he says, what's going on? Um, he says, Melvin's turned himself in. One, that's good, but what's going on here? 
uh, Manolo sits there and just says, stay out of it. It's nothing to do with you. And she says, you know, I was attacked. Um, I saw how he looked. I saw how he was dressed. He was in this stuff. Um, I know I know where you might be able to find him. And there's a um, BDSM um, club that called The Pit that he recommends going to. And, uh, oh, the, the girl's name is Sly. I don't know. Sly, yeah, oh, Sly. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, he, he goes there and he says... Uh, she says, oh, you, you, where, where have you been? What's been going on? And he says, you know, I run into some trouble, but um, don't worry, there's good times to be had there. We're going to get there. Daredevil turns up and just gets into a full-on fight in this, this club, fighting everybody. They think they've got him. They're beating him up, and they start to pour beer, beer on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he does that himself. And, and uh, he has a moment where he's like, I'm helpless. These guys are beating me. This is what it must be like. This is what it must feel like to be at this guy's mercy just right, like, like Becky. Becky. And and th- see, this is crucial because Daredevil realizes at this point, like, this is like, I have to succeed yeah. or else this guy's going to do uh, to other women what he did to Becky. Yeah. So I have to succeed. And he gets that inner strength and that's when he's able to kick them all off and beat down. And there's a great uh, page or great panel at the bottom of the next page where He's got yellow eyes, yeah, and his teeth are showing because he, he just completely he business. Enraged he's in, enraged, and he goes in and just destroys these guys, and he takes off. Yeah, the he mask. actually takes out three people with one move. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. That's big chunk. Yeah, and he takes it. Yeah, yep. he grabs he grabs the mask and punches the guy back who goes yeah. full into the bar, and we see his face, and it's identical to Melvin. Yeah, they look just they, like they him. look like twins. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what ends Michael up happening Reese is at, the guy. Yeah, Michael Reese, and at the very end. Uh, of the issue, we find out that uh, Becky uh, is actually, it wasn't Melvin Potter, it was Michael Reese who mm-hmm. was the one that attacked her. We can see how the mistake happened because they looked identical, and Matt shows up all beaten up. Yeah, and she um, says, what happened? He says, something happened last night that you, you just need to know that I know what you went through. Yeah. I know what happened, mm-hmm. but I still think you should, you, you you should call. To, and, you need to put this, yeah. And then uh, he, he's, the key line he says is he said, um, don't let him cripple you, yeah, he which says, is a cool line because she's obviously in a wheelchair yeah. and she was crippled from him. So, but like, don't let him. He says he'll go free. If you, yeah. if you spend the rest of your life imprisoned by that one hideous memory, Becky, he robbed you of the use of your legs. Nothing can change that, but don't let him cripple you. And he leaves and she waits. She looks at the picture and she finally phones up the police and yeah. That's it. It's it. a really it's it's a very uncomfortable issue. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so like just horrible how everyone is is treated and how mm-hmm. like how fragile everyone is and and yeah I, I I found it very uncomfortable to read it. I'll say, um, but on the plus side, the return of Electra. Yes, <laughs> Electra's coming, and we get to talk about that next episode. Yeah, we get to talk. Oh no, well, next actually, episode. yeah, that's right. Next episode is going to be an episode filled with five or six just uh. uh different appearances yeah. that Daredevil's made in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, um, we're going to do one about annu- catch-ups. There's an annual, and there's a Yeah, it's the first time he meets book. Moon Knight, which is kind Moon of Moon Knight, and uh, so we have a fun little episode yeah. of uh, guest appearances where Daredevil gets to yeah. do some fun stuff. And then after that, we'll come back to the oh, world of Daredevil. With Elektra. And, uh, yeah. Fun. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we got the kingpin finally, Jamie. Yeah, we have a real... A real uh, arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. <laughs> so exciting. It's, it's, hopefully he lasts and doesn't die next issue. Yeah, that'd be hopefully, terrible. 
sure. Hope he doesn't pull a masked marauder and then somehow reappear again. But whatever, yeah. I don't know. Maybe a fall off of a building. Of a building. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> oh, who'd win in a hand-to-hand combat between Hyde and Kingpin? Ooh. I think Kingpin would win. I do too, but man, that'd be, a, that'd be tough. That'd be a brutal one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks again for listening, everybody. We're, we're on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, the internet, the web. Mm-hmm. Search, you will find us. Yes. Uh, leave us comments, ask us questions. Yeah. We appreciate it. We love feedback. the questions. Yeah, uh, and thanks again for listening. Um, I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we we just just did Daredevil. Daredevil.